If you want to get the top odds every time, bet with Top Sports Same Game Multi. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly. Welcome back to another edition of the Same Game Multi Podcast. Uh, thank you once again for joining us today. Another big episode uh, got planned. Going to discuss the T20 World Cup semi-finals happening over in the uh, Middle East. Also a bit of UFC talk with Holloway versus Rodriguez this Sunday. Uh, got plenty of other fun stuff as well. Three of a kind, 21 and done. Beer of the week and also the debut of a new segment. So make sure you stay on side because we're about to kick off. As I welcome in to my right, Jerome Burtman. Burton. How are we, boys? Good, mate. Yourself? Mate, marvellous. Good to be here. And to my left, uh, the one and only, Mr. Ches. Afternoon. How we pull up after the weekend, lads? Still got the sea legs, I think. <laughs> Wobbly. <laughs> I'm not too bad. Uh, recovering from a bit of sleep loss. Uh, the mm. guru and I shared a room. Uh, we're talking nonsense until all, all hours of the morning. So, But, uh, no, good. Good weekend was had, that's for sure. Not what? too many fish caught, unfortunately, uh, but plenty of last, and that's the main thing. Wasn't long enough. No, exactly right. Could have went for another. Not the yeah. first time you've been told that. <laughs> nah, exactly. <laughs> um, boys, how did we go last week with the charity bets? Anyone get anything up? I missed out on uh, on one leg, Superstorm uh, Donkey. It's uh, been scratched from my black book. Go on. Go on. Cheers. Oh, mate, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh I got another one up for the charity. Um, had uh, Bawanga for a place. Uh, he, he ran a nice third position there. Uh, had Gatchke, Vera, uh, and Usman in the UFC just on head to heads, and they all got up. Uh, so cheered them home there on the Sunday. So that's a return of one hundred and seventy-three dollars. Tell you what, lucky we got him on board because the charities would be pretty poor if we didn't. So not much uh, coming from the likes of Jared and myself. But there's always this week and next, as they say, in the game of gambling. Uh, as, I, as I forgot to mention, like always, if you are watching us on YouTube, make sure that you do subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up as well. And, um, you know, that way you get the notification whenever we drop a new episode. So always forget that. That's going to be your job next week. Oh, well, it'll get forgotten again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, highlights, lowlights. Gents, what was your highlight of the weekend? I'll kick Vaughn off. Uh, back on the darts, as you all know, I love my darts. Um, there was a little segment I seen on the socials uh, there at the end of the weekend. Uh, Nathan Aspinall uh, was walking down the street and he bumped into this kid. This kid would be probably about eight or ten years old. And it must be either his old man or his grandfather takes him to all the events when they're close to their – or in, in, in their hometown, close to the hometown. And Aspinall's recognised this little kid's face because he's, he's one of the um, – like the uh, – What's the word when you go all the time? Regular? Yeah, regular, like a like a frequent ticket holder sort of thing. So he literally had a shirt on, but being, being a bit cold over there this time of year, and one of those sort of puffy black jackets. Aspinall took his jacket off, took the, took the shirt off his back, gave it to the kid, put his jacket back on. See you later, boys. Literally gave him the shirt Literally off his gave back. him the shirt off his back. Yeah, right. Yeah. How good's good that? Well, don't expect that from me. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, with a body like that, you should be giving your shirt to everyone. Keeping, hey, it, keeping it on. <laughs> Someone will call the cops. I don't know if I, I don't know if I've got one, to be honest. That's pretty chuffed over the weekend. Something what about your me. boat driving. 
uh, my oh. boat driving. Hey, oh, oh, I don't know. I'll probably get. I don't know. Hopefully, there's uh, no police listening. But <laughs> no maritime. Uh, I had a little incident when I was driving the boat. Um, out of all the boys, too, I'm the only one to hold a boat license. But uh, what was happening was uh, the pressure was on from the punters club <laughs> at the pub. So in one hand, I was looking at the form. In the other hand, I had a can of beer, uh, and I. Was, Gently nudged the uh, the boat into a sandbar. Um, was dredging for about ten meters. Turned around and um, we were actually well bogged on on the sandbar. So one of the blokes had to get out and push us. So ah, good times. Um, these things happen. <laughs> I thought it was great. It was fantastic, boys. My highlight came in the UFC. Uh, Michael Chandler versus Justin Gaethje. That fight was an absolute barn burner. I did mention that last week here on the show. Uh, and it lived up to everyone's expectations. The only thing that it did was it went to a decision. I couldn't believe that, but I'm glad that it did because I got 15 minutes of fantastic fight. Um, Gaethje got the win. I, I picked Chandler, but Gaethje got the win, and very de- deservedly so. But just a fantastic contest back and forth. Both men had their opportunities to finish the fight, but the others are just so tough. They just fought out of it. So that was my highlight of the week. Fit as fiddles, aren't they? Those oh, mate, I tell you. Some of the shots that Chandler took. Oh, I'm tough, glad it was him, not boy. me. Mm. Uh, any lowlights? Yeah, I'll, I'll kick it off. Now, I'm not sure the area this was uh, this event occurred or the town or city. Mr. Anthony Chock Mundine uh, visited one of the uh, the local Bunnings <laughs> oh, warehouses. Um, don't know if he got sued up because there's no onions on his snags or something, but uh, he refused to sign in. Uh, wouldn't it show his vaccination if he was vaxxed? Um, Refused to put a mask on Said he had some sort of exemption I think the only exemption he has Is, is uh, fans at the moment uh, yeah, a bit of a, <laughs> Might have caught a bit, a bit of brain damage In this a, time Just a bit of a dog act you know Current times we're in And someone like that and Everyone knows him But that's just who he is Yeah I know, I know. Which is a shame so That's a shame Because he, he is a good sportsman It's just his, his mouth and his behaviour Just lets him down Anything from you, mate? I've got a uh, little low light now for me. Not necessarily it's a low light. Um, for those who don't know, over in England, uh, where Liverpool um, is huge in, in Australia, they uh, come out here all the time um, during during their off-seasons. So uh, massive fan base. Uh, Craig Johnson, um, Brad Jones, there's, there's a couple of Aussies that played from over the years. Now, this is purely for how, how big Liverpool is in Australia. They were 24 games unbeaten and they lost on the weekend. So 24 games, I think they, I can't remember exactly the days without uh, without losing a game. So a bit of a low light there. But however, that turned that into a highlight. It was uh, West Ham. Um, and and um, at the moment, they're actually going pretty good. They're the only ones who, who are also unbeaten in England. My other low light is, boys, over in England, whilst we're on the English Premier League, 11 games in, three managers are sacked already. Sounds like the NRL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Newcastle have sacked their manager. Uh, they've just been bought by a, a Saudi Arabian prince who's got more money than God. Um, so watch the oil money turn them from second last where they are now to, to potentially up there in the five. Uh, Tottenham sacked their match, uh, their, their coach after he played nine matches. So that was three months. He won the manager of the month in one of those months and got the sack. Uh, and Manchester United have given their coach the arse now too. Uh, and boys, I tell you what, He's only a short line of others, I reckon. There, there'll be more by the, uh, particularly now when we, when we start to move into the um, into the international period, is where a lot of teams will lose players. Um, not necessarily do they stop playing, but they may lose players for international duty. Um, that also too, if they do stop, then they are losing players because they've got to rest them. So if they go out and play, say you're Australian, you then got to go play 
two qualifiers that are coming up next week. So you've got to play these two qualifiers, bang, turn around, get on an aircraft, fly from Australia back to England, which I think off the top of my head is about 22 hours, 24 hours or thereabouts. Uh, so you've got to fly that far. Then you've got to go training. So then you potentially, you're then missing games in, in, in traffic time. Uh, also, too, if you're playing two games in the space of four days, you're not going to play a, a game two days later sort of thing. So this is where, where managers tend to struggle because obviously their, their bigger players are, are going to miss. So, um, But uh, my low light, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go. The, the fact that the, the managers over there, they just cop it. Someone's got to get it, and unfortunately it's them. So 11 games in, three managers already. Yeah, she's cutthroat, that's for sure. Mm. Uh, I don't have a low light this week, boys. I'm, I've been pretty happy all week and uh, nothing really pissed me off, which is surprising because I'm pretty easy to piss off. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Now, did I send that? Did I send that little side Molly through that group chat I put on the other day? The one for twenty legs. Uh, I did see it. Yes. You, so yeah, well, you can you can. I'll just to flick past my uh, low light to you, mate. So you can have another one. Just a small low light here. It's a little personal one with that twenty leg multi I had on the weekend. The first, oh, I think it was like the eighth leg into it. I had uh, seven up, and the eighth one cost me. The Bills in the NFL losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they were paying a dollar nine. Oh no! So they're, they're, they're favourites to to win the Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure they're up there, and uh, yeah, they got they got dusted by one of the one of the big time roughies. So and the score was nine six. So imagine sitting there for four hours and <laughs> enduring through for that. So well, I did see uh, one of the betting agencies uh, have actually got uh, Tom Brady. At four dollars fifty to win the uh, MVP of the year already. They're only what six games into their season. Yes, I started six games in. So uh, I don't exactly follow American football that much, but uh, I tell you what, that bloke's the goat if there is one. Mm, definitely so four dollars fifty already, and they're only not even a third of the way through their season. Uh, very good, boys. Uh, that wraps that up. Let's have in. Let's jump into. Three of a kind. Now, three of a kind this week uh, is thanks to the, the Mr. Cherry. He's come up with one this week. So what have you got, mate? My little uh, brain explosion brought this one upon us. I thought we'd do three of a kind and we'll have your ultimate fantasy matchups. So any sport could be a team versus a team or a supplier versus player. It uh, doesn't have to necessarily be a one-on-one. Uh, so... I might kick it off so we know what we're talking about here. So like from era to era kind of so, thing? Yeah, so yep. they don't be playing. So I'm going to kick mine off, and mine would be Gerwin Price versus Eric Bristow in the darts. Both very, very mouthy and lippy, but at, at their time, back in Bristow's time, number one. At the moment, Gerwin Price, number one. Both love it and both can give it. So I reckon that would be an ultimate matchup for all, all the darts fans out there. Can they both take it? Or they is, can, or is someone going to be laying on their back? <laughs> no, no, no. They're both they're both pretty good. I, I reckon it'll, it'll continue through the whole match too. To be a pleasure to watch. Who would you pick, B mate, out of the two? It's a, it's a bit hard. Um, I, I'd say price. At least looking at, at at the averages, but as as decades and uh, and errors have, have passed, averages have increased because the players have had to get better. Uh, so it's a bit hard. It's sort of like when you look back at. Back at footy, like yeah, NRL, like using the old leather ball and that sort of yeah. stuff, and and those guys used to work nine to five, yeah. you know. And then, but uh, yeah, I, I reckon Gerwin would still get him. Very good. Uh, I might go next, and my number three, my third ace is in the USC, uh, George Saint Pierre versus Anderson Silva. Now this was a um, a big time match that they, you know, a fantasy match that they kept talking about. While they were both in their peak of their powers, but uh, never eventuated, unfortunately. GSP being a 170, 
and uh, Anderson Silver being a 185er, so uh, GSP was going to go up. Didn't eventuate, but two of the best all-time in their prime. Would have been great to see. Um, and out of the two, I probably would have taken GSP, I think, in his prime. I think he would have used a lot of his wrestling and and uh, that grinding style that he had and pinned him down and, and beat him up. So that would have been a really good one to see. Georgie, boys. I'd agree I'm, with you there too, GSP. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna go over to America for this one. Now, particularly after watching a couple of docos on Michael Jordan, for example, The Last Dance. Are you going to say Michael Jackson? <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, boys, I'm going to go the late 70s. So I think it was 76 to 79, Boston Celtics, which featured uh, the likes of Larry Bird, versus the golden era Chicago Bulls, which being, I'm going to say, I'm going to lock in the 96 championship one, uh, which had Tony Kukoc, um, Steve Kerr, Jordan, Pippen, uh, Rodman, Rod, Dennis Rodman, yeah. and that. So, boys, that's Horace uh, Grant too. I think we mentioned him last Horace week. Grant, the I, I think he was gone by then because that's he? when he had the shits. Longley, Longley, was he, he still there? Or uh, I think he was, yeah, because he was he was at the back. But uh, yeah, so that would uh, that'd be my pick. So I'm going to go the '96 Bulls versus the uh, I'm going to say the the '76 because that's when when they uh, when they had the record for the uh, most consecutive wins, Boston Celtics. So and who are you picking to win? I'm going to go to Bulls. Ooh. Very good. Quickly touch on that. I've seen Scotty Pippen's. A little bit uh, PO'd at the moment, a bit, bit ticked off uh, with being compared to being Jordan's mate. Apparently they weren't uh, much of friends at, at all back in the days. Yeah, right. I did see that. Yeah, yeah so. That's um, that was that was when the last dance doco came out. Uh, that there was there was a little bit of talk about that. And um, Pippa never received any money for being on that either. Oh, that's, that? that's something else he's pissed off about. He never right? got paid. Um, for, for those who don't know, when you talk about Scotty Pippen uh, chasing money, he was... At the time, probably in the in the top three of all time um, NBA players at the time. Uh, however, because his family was so poor, uh, they could barely afford to eat. He just signed the first contract that was put in front of him, um, and unfortunately for him, that was a it was a long term deal. I think it was about a six year deal on on basically uh, peanuts and muesli. All right, I'm going to flow straight into that one and say Jordan with that bull side. Against LeBron James, Ooh, the, the yeah, and they always say who's the best. Who's the best? There's always arguments about that. Both in their prime, I, I don't know. That's a that's a tricky one. Well, I'm gonna Jordan's stats favour that, but in saying that, I think LeBron might have a bit of a few more sneakier moves and a bit more of a strategy. I don't now, know about that. Jordan Jordan's way too good. I think. Yeah, I, so hey, I well, would I, lean towards the Bulls because that's who I who I support back in the days. Well, I'm going to answer one thing. Michael Jordan, his Space Jam is a fucking lot better <laughs> than LeBron James' Space Jam. That's what we're basing it on. Oh, how dare they ruin a classic. <laughs> uh, my number two uh, ace boys is, I know they didn't play in the same position, but Cameron Smith versus Joey Johns. I think it would have been great to watch those two compete against each other, probably the two greatest players that you know, NRL has seen. Uh, and that's debatable, I know, but... Just the you know the way that they both can control a game, it would have been really interesting to see who got that upper hand. Um, you know the ninety seven or yeah probably ninety seven nights or two thousand one nights versus you know a, a two thousand and twenty. You know Melbourne Storm or two thousand eighteen Melbourne Storm, whatever. Imagine it might be, even their current the their current year Australian sides versus each other with yeah, those as the captains. Goodness, some good players back yeah. then too. So. Uh, yeah, uh, that would have been one that I, I would really like to see. Boys, I'm going to go... Uh, so, who was your pick out of those two? Uh, Joey. 
Joey, the mm. boy. I like Joey too. I th- Depends I on how many go. pingers he had the night before. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more recreational coke than anything, but hey, could be wrong. Boys, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to cricket with this one. This one's a little bit far fetched, but boys, as we said, it is a little bit fantasy. Now, if there was no no such thing as the sandpaper game, so what they call the sandpaper gate over in South Africa, Steve Smith, if he wasn't if he wasn't barred for twelve months, eighteen months, the the where he'd be at the moment, his form, if he just kept that form cruising, compare him. I'm not going to compare them. They're not going to play each other, but they're in out there. Uh, Australia is uh, three for 30. We're going to say three for 30. Bradman's on one. So Aaron Finch has opened, obviously. No. <laughs> well, if he had, have, um, that would have been on 130. No, he would have scored 100 on his own. Uh, mate, how dare you bring that up? We, we, just, we, spoke, <laughs> oh, hey, we spoke about that before, and he's in fine form. So too is Mr Warner. Uh, the boys are regular listeners. Hey, your boys got your back. Lads, I'm going to go. They're both on one. We're three for 30, chasing 500 to win, and it's going to be Bradman and Steve Smith. In their prime, the best they will ever be out in the middle and just see how many runs they can knock up together. Yeah, right. That's good. Nice little fantasy. Um, who's going to get the most? I'm going to go... Uh, someone's phone. That's mine. Hey, mine. I, never, I never get phone calls. There we go. I was, I was wondering, everyone's looking around going, what the bloody hell's going on? Uh, I'm going to say myself. No, no. Uh, Don, I reckon Bradman gets it. 99.99 average, apparently, if you listen to a 21 done a few weeks ago. That's a, that's a fact. I couldn't believe that, too. That was good. Who's your number one, mate? This one takes me back to who I think is the most underrated heavyweight boxer of all time. That's David Tua. Uh, the guy never really got a shot at anything. I've mentioned this before. I think now that just brings back some memories. <laughs> um, never really got a shot at anything. Uh, he did get to fight uh, Lennox Lewis once, but he was I think he was about 42, 43. Uh, back in, back in his prime, he was lethal. Um, could get a few of these details wrong in this event. He fought the European champion. I think his name was Ru- Ruiz, Ruiz, and he knocked him out like a minute thirty something into the first round. Just punched the absolute shit out of him. Uh, one of the biggest left hands, right uppercuts you'll ever see. Tough as nails. Him in his prime versus an in prime Iron Mike Tyson. Both had a sort of a similar style, similar build. That'd be an absolute barn burner. There'd be blood. There'd be everything. It'd be an absolute bloody... Oh. Ears bitten off. Yeah. You mentioned it. Um, yeah, it would be a good matchup. And who are you picking? Tyson. Ooh, yep. Uh, I'm jumping back into the UFC and a fighter that I did mention as my third. It's John Jones versus Anderson Silva. Again, another big super fight that they tease a lot and never actually got off the ground. But both these fighters in their prime... Um, would have been sensational watch. I was actually calling for it early in Jones's career, but yeah, Uncle Dana didn't listen. Would have been rolling, and if they did, but this was back in the days when the UFC they didn't really make the super fights. Uh, they kind of kept you know to the you know your weight division, and they were trying to solidify the champions and do all that kind of stuff. Whereas that's gone out the window now. You're getting you know two two division champions and people fighting all different weight classes. So it would have been good if these two were fighting in their prime today because I dare say that fight would happen for sure. Is that uh, John Jones on steroids or non-steroids? Uh, no steroids but cocaine. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> and after a DUI. Well, um, and I'll take John Jones too. I wonder Ooh. what the odds are John Jones versus girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it's a felony <laughs> is, is what it'll end up in. Boys, I'm going to answer everyone's question. This is 
when it comes to if, you, if you're going to match up people, I, I think in my eyes this is the biggest matchup of all time. Boys, this is going to be Muhammad Ali uh, versus Mike Tyson. Boys, I can't lean towards anyone because I don't have the faintest idea uh, who would win. They're, they're two different style of fighters, two different two different builds, uh, both heavyweights, obviously. Um, Tyson is quick and powerful, uh, but Muhammad Ali's you know he, he's sharp. Moves well. Boys, I, I don't know if I can even split them, but boys, I reckon in my eyes, that's probably one of the biggest sporting comparison questions that you'll ever get. And the funny thing was, I actually watched something between the both of them. Uh, and at, at the time, uh, Muhammad Ali, was he was riddled with Parkinson's and he, and he you know, he was trying, what he was saying was Mike Tyson would beat me. Mike Tyson was saying, no, you would beat me. And basically, the boys are at a stalemate, mate, and they're just talking to each other. And he's just saying, you're going, nah, we wouldn't, you'd beat me. But then he's saying, no, no, no. Was that in the talk show back in the 90s? It was, yeah, I was, it was. About, I was about yeah. to mention that. Uh, and basically, so in, in their eyes, whether it's, you know, it's a bit of a pride thing um, or, or what it is, or, you know, put egos aside. Uh, and a bit of a respect sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, I reckon, in my eyes, that's probably one of the biggest uh, talked-about questions of all time. If you're going to compare some people, I reckon yeah, it's definitely. Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali. And uh, you, you have a think, too, so Ali versus uh, George Foreman, one of the biggest hitters ever. Ali said, like, to Tyson, he said, if you hit me, you will win. Mm. Well, that's pretty much what he said. If you hit me, you, you'll win, he said, but you might be able to hit me sort of thing, <laughs> yeah, you know, because yeah. of his yeah, he, he dancing knows, around and his, and his style. And he's a big boy too. He's Oh, yeah, he's a tall I, man. I'm not exactly sure of his height, but he'd be well over 6'5", I'd reckon. So yeah. uh, so too was George Foreman. He was about 7 foot 10. <coughs> he was a monster. And there was probably about 9 foot of fucking afro. They reckon that um, Ali, when From they went groin. over to the Rumble and Jungle to fight over there, he d- didn't go and watch him train like like in his little, his little gym they had there. That Those real big heavy bags, like they're massive, those things. Uh, they they didn't want to take Ali in there, and he didn't want to go in because Foreman was leaving dints in him. Yeah, like, like that's yeah. how like that's how hard Foreman was that man could hit. I actually yeah, actually you. read something on that once about how hard Foreman uh, was was hitting the heavy bag. That after you know every couple of minutes, someone would have to come and hold it. Yeah, it was the, the thing was swinging around like a fucking like a, you're playing a game of tetherball. <laughs> someone would have to come in, steady the bag, settle it down, bang, he'd be back. They had to use this tape on him too because he split the back of him out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, very good. That was a good three of a kind. Thanks, Chess, for coming up with that. We've got a good one next week as well. Uh, that's our fantasy matchups. If you have one that you'd like to let us know about, get in touch with us on our socials and or our um, website. And there's a uh, we'd love to hear from you and see what other fantasy matchups there are out there. But um, what we're going to do now, boys, we're going to take a quick little break and we'll be back straight after this. You can't beat Top Sport's best of the best moldings. Top odds are guaranteed during any Saturday Metro meeting. Plus, there's best of the best to win up to five grand on Saturday Metro 2. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly. All right, we're back. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, now, there's not a lot of sport to talk about this week, and so we're just going to touch a little bit on the T20 semifinals that are coming up. Um, they're actually before the weekend. I think they're on Friday. Um, so if you are watching this sort of later over the weekend, they've probably already been won and done, uh, and also a little bit of USC there as well on Sunday. But first, boys, let's jump into the T20 uh, semifinals. We're down to four teams. Uh, India are gone. We've got England... Pakistan, Australia and New Zealand left. Um, the, Auss- the Aussies are playing Pakistan uh, about 1am on Friday morning, I think it is. And we're actually outsiders. We're paying $2 there. The Packies are the favourite at $1.85. 
And then England are playing New Zealand. Uh, now, England are short price favourites there. They're $1.56. New Zealand are $2.50 outsiders. Boys, how do you see these ones playing out and who do you think will be playing in the final? I'll tell you what, boys. I'd love to go and watch uh, the New Zealand-England game, particularly after the uh, one-day World Cup. Um, when, in my eyes, I think New Zealand were very hard done by. Um, and in, in any case... There was a little controversy off the top of my head. I can't exactly remember what it was. We, we spoke about it at work today. They, so basically went to the Super Over. The Super Over was tied. Now, they went a count back on boundaries. England won for hitting hitting the most boundaries. However, there was one, and they, they won by one boundary. Uh. Now, when they went back through the replay, they were... They basically, I think it, I can't exactly remember who it was. I think it might have been, we'll say Kane Williamson because he's, he's their top dog. So Kane Williamson, he's lent on one and it's basically trickled its way to the boundary uh, and someone slid, mm. dived, hit the ball back in, but whilst he hit the ball back in, his foot was touching the boundary rope. So yeah, technically, that, that technically that's four. Yep. However, the umpires didn't check it, blah, blah, blah. When they went through, about three overs later, they checked it. It was by then it was too late, boys. They went through a count back. That would have been drawn again. So then, what happens? But then again, that I think they go to a flip of the coin. True. So imagine imagine losing, saying, "Oh, heads." Imagine being the person who's got to call it, and you and it's a World Cups on the line. So, boys, sure I tell you, like what, a count back of the how many sixes they hit, or oh, we'll just go another over. Just keep going overs until should. someone loses. Yeah, or drop drop a man off like they're doing touch footy. Yeah, exactly right. So, <laughs> but uh, boys, nonetheless. I think the Australian game will be really good too. Should be uh, a good game. 1am Friday morning though, that's a bit rough. Yeah, your boy not you real keen a, on when that. you've got a hard job like me, you've got to get up early and go to work. It's uh, going to be really hard to stay up and watch that, let me oh, tell you. I bet you. <laughs> but um, boys, technically, Pakistan are well higher than us on, on the uh, the world rankings. But we're, I'd, I'd say, form-wise in the competition at the moment, Australia are well in the best form. We're coming good at the right time. Yeah. We sort of start off a bit slow against South Africa. Um, only just got the win there. And we're kind of just steadily building, which has been good. Uh, you know, I ripped him the, the other week, but Finch has pulled his finger out and he's in good form, as too is Warner, which is really good. That's because they're listeners of the show, I mate. know. And, you know, get amongst it. Fantastic show. So why wouldn't they be listening? Uh, our bowlers going well as well. Um the uh, Joshy Hazelwood. Oh, how good is he? The Bendemir bomber. Imagine him diving through a couple of bendies down there. We were only talking about him on the weekend, <laughs> weren't we? <laughs> yeah. watching. Imagine facing him in high oh. school. And considering his first over went for 19, and then he goes and takes four for 29. <laughs> That's pretty good. Four so, for 10. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts, Chess? Mate, uh, there is one guarantee, and that's I won't be disappointed on uh, the Bangladesh Scotland outcome again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd seen Scotland got rolled for under 100 again. Uh. Oh, it was in the last round of games they got they struggling, mate. The wallet was itching on that one, um, <laughs> but I'm gonna I'll be rolling with the Aussies. Stick with the boys there. I reckon they'll do them. And back to them at the start, uh, England in that other game. Yeah, yeah, that's who I'm calling as well. Hopefully the Aussies can get uh, get the win over the Packies and we can make it to the grand final. I still do have a bet on from about five weeks ago, boys, for England. Uh, to, to win the whole thing at $4. They're now paying, I think, $2.70 wow. against the top sport. So they're coming quite a bit. Um, so hopefully they, they will. don't want them to beat Australia, but when you've got a bit of money on it, you kind of <laughs> bet with your back. Well, but again, all the money's going to charities, so that's exactly. the only reason why. Boys, I'm going to go an all-Anzac final. I'm going to go New Zealand. That would be yeah, good. I'm going that the Anzac final. I am. We'd be heavy favourites going into that, would you think, if that was the case? or Yeah, I don't know. 
Uh, d- depends. Or would, or would New Zealand be favourites because they beat England? You'd imagine it would be. Mm. So I'm going to go to the Anzac final. It's going to go uh, Australia, New Zealand. So very good. Um, all right, let's touch on the UFC. So we've got a featherweight fight. We've got Max Holloway versus Gia Rodriguez. Um, now this one should be a, a good fight. This is um, the, f- the number one ranked fighter versus number three ranked fighter. But get this, boys. Holloway is paying a dollar fourteen. Rodriguez five dollars eighty. As I just mentioned, one v three, and you know a five dollar eighty outsider. That's that's phenomenal. Both good fighters. Max Holloway, you know, a lot more experience than Rodriguez. Uh, I'll give him that. But it's, you know, we speak about UFC all the time, and not so much in the featherweight de- the division. But only takes one punch, and you know, the fight can can turn on its head like that. So if you do like a bit of value, five dollars eighty for Rodriguez. Get amongst it, I reckon. What's his first name? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the hair. Uh, yeah, I think. Y-A-I-R. Okay, yeah, that. Rodriguez. How good's that? Boys, I'm, I'm going to stick with Max Holloway there. I think Max Holloway will be way too good. And I think the punters and the bookies have got the market right. Holloway, uh, sorry. He's, he's almost due for another crack at the title. Well, I'm just looking at his record here. He's, he's lost three of his last five fights. But let me tell you who, who he fought. He, he lost to Dustin Poirier. He beat Frankie Edgar, and he's lost twice to Alex Volkanovsky, and his previous winner was against uh, Kelvin Catter, and that that was back in January this year. So he's, you know, two and three from his last five. That's probably his worst career statistics. Now uh, that's that's Holloway. One of those losses to uh, the Vol, the Aussie Vol, that was for the title too, was it? They both were, both so, were, uh, the and both decisions, both decisions, yeah, and both very close fights. So I'm not saying he's. You know, he's lost it or anything. They were both the the first one was really super close. A lot of people th- thought Holloway won. Second was a bit more decisive for Volkanovski, um, but you know he's going in with a bit of a mixed record at the moment as well. So, I'm having said that, speaking of that little form, uh, he might be in a little slump too. Could be, could be. Uh, and just looking at Rodriguez's last five fights, uh, he's fought Jeremy Stevens twice. One was a no contest. It was a, an eye poke, I think. But he did win his last fight against him, um, the Korean Zombie. He beat him as well uh, with the TKO in the f- with one second to go in the fifth round, and lost to Frankie Edgar and beat BJ Penn. But BJ Penn at the time was probably very 50. much on a downward sp- yeah, very much on a downward spiral there. So it's going to be probably I think it might be a little bit closer than what what uh, you know the guys at Top Sport have have marketed. It, but five dollars eighty that's not a bad price. Mm. Anything's lazy, possible. Lazy $10 bonus bet. You know where to put it. Anything's possible, as we've seen with the uh, NFL. Um, <laughs> I think that, still on that. Oh, <laughs> dirty, mate. Dude, that was a, a $1,000 return again off $10. Oh, wow. That screwed me. One leg. One leg. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go the roughy here, I think. You know what I'm like with my bets. Right, yeah. Put him in the malt, get that up. So, going Rodriguez. I'll pick him. I'm not going to put him in the mould. I've got my mould set up already, but... I'm going Holloway. Yeah, I'm going to go Holloway. Like I said, I think uh, the bookies have got that right, and 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 so too the punters. Um, and also, boys, let's just touch back on the Bathurst 1000. As I mentioned last week, um, Top Sport have just been announced as a major betting agency uh, sponsor of Bathurst 1000. So you'll see a lot of branding of theirs around the track in a couple of weeks' time when that kicks off. But the market's out as well now. So just looking... Um, at the market, boys, we've got Shane Van Gisbergen and Garth Tander, $4.20 favourite to take out the big race. Um, that's into Will Davison and Alex Davison, and that's 6 bucks. 
And then Jamie Winkup and Craig Lowndes. And that team's won it quite a few times. $6.50 there. So the market's up on top sport. Uh, so if you do want to get on board while the prices are quite high, make sure you uh, click the link in the description, open up a top sport account using our SGM podcast code word, and uh, you'll find all the markets over there as well. Boys, I'm going to – for years and years, I've I've sort of stuck with uh, with Garth Tander. I love Garth Tander. Um, he, he's a super honest driver. Um, so too, I, I, I was a massive Greg Murphy fan for years and years. I love Murphy Scaife, but Tander's he, he's probably one of my favourite of all time. Having said that, uh, in what's that? The third line of betting is Jamie Wincup, Craig Lowndes. Mm. Boys, what a duo that Six is! Fifty lads, that's two in the top three are Red Bull Racing. Yeah. So that just shows you. Obviously, they got more money. Like the, you know, that's that's something that, that thrives off money. Uh, I, I did read an article once. This is probably about about five years ago. No change out of a million dollars for one car. Uh, so that adds up for uh, for Red Bull Racing. I think they've got three three stations mm. uh, in their in their regular racing. So, boys, haven't said that. Um, on. I don't want to get into it because I don't know 100% on it. Uh, do you think this is a little bit like Formula One? So Formula One, you've got your number one driver. <coughs> so say if, if there's a situation comes through, um, I've seen it happen before in Formula <coughs> One, say, say we'll use McLaren, for example. So McLaren are, say, say three and five, but their unfavoured driver is three and their favourite driver is five. I've seen them, sometimes they'll hold the pit lane until he goes in, so their their lead driver, their number one driver, pits before to work that out. Do you think there's a little bit of that that could happen with Red Bull? Because so Shane Van Gisbergen's obviously the number one driver, uh, the the young Kiwi, and has been for a long time. Obviously, uh, Jamie Wincup sort of on on the backside of his career. Craig Lowndes has been retired uh, for, for for numerous years. However, he comes back for obviously the Enduros. You know, your, your Sandowns, your Bathurst, and your and your Gold Coast races, boys. I don't like seeing it. Obviously, I can't stand Formula One. It's rubbish. Uh, but that happens a lot over there. Mm. Um, so basically, they'll they'll, they'll favour their their number one drivers, and in that case, uh, pit priorities and stuff like that go to their number one drivers, which is yeah. I'd hope not. Hopefully, um, we don't see. And, but and I hope the Bathurst, you know, in itself has that you know esteem of winning where people wouldn't do that. They'd rather you know win than then let someone go in front for championship points. Uh, you'd like to think that, whether it is or not, you know, you'll never know, I suppose. But there's a chance. But just looking through the market, just going down a bit, boys, Mark Winterbottom and Michael Caruso, $26. There's some good drivers amongst those two, let me tell you. So plenty of laps around Bathurst, plenty of experience. So like I said, if you do do want to have an early bet on the Bathurst, uh, make sure you get over to Top Sport and check out the markets. Um, all right, let's what jump was into. The, sorry, sorry. What, what was the top partnership again? The favourites: Van Gisbergen and Garth Tander, four dollars mm. twenty. So that Van Gisbergen, he was paying dollar one or something to win the V eight to take out the championship. The, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Four bucks, um, eh? Four dollars twenty. Yeah, that sounds tasty. It does. Uh, all right, charity bets, boys. Um, you can kick us off, Mister Cherry, seeing you got the bickies last week. All right. So I'm gonna roll in a little three legger here. Australia to beat the Packies. And then Melbourne City to beat Brisbane Raw. And then flick over to boxing. Uh, I've got a little Mexican junior middleweight boxer here, Jamie Munguia. Uh, those of you who don't Who know, is it? Jamie Munguia. <laughs> How do you spell it? I've got it written down here. <laughs> M U N G U I A. I thought I better write that one down. 
Uh, for those of you that don't know him, he was actually the belt holder through 2018 and 19. Uh, he's been ranked the best active junior middleweight uh, by Box Rec, uh, fifth by The Ring magazine, uh, and seventh by Transitional Boxing Rankings Board. So pretty, very talented with his hands. Dollar sixteen. He's paying there just for head-to-head. So all up that is paying... I'm pretty sure it was $3.41 through Top Sport. Very good. So a little three-legger. Yeah, just, a, just those three legs. Yeah, very nice. Uh, I'll go next, boys. I've got a three-leg as well. Uh, just about everything we spoke about on the show today. Max Holloway, head-to-head. England to beat New Zealand and Australia to beat Pakistan in the T20 World Cup. That one's paying $3.52. Uh, so I have a nice little return. I'm going to put the whole 50 on that as well. Yeah, boys, I slipped over to Top Sport, crunched a few numbers, lads. I'm going to go Australia to beat Saudi Arabia in the World Cup qualifier. Off the top of my head, that's uh, Monday night. Uh, boys, I'm also going to go the All Aussie Affair here. I'm going to have Australia to beat Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Um, so, boys, they're two bucks off, off the top of my head. So, lads, $4 combined. That's nice. I'm going to have the uh, big 5-0. Straight, straight on it, squarely yeah. on it. Beautiful. Straight on the old smooch machine. Hopefully we can get a bit more money in the charity account uh, for our charities. Uh, it's it's building nicely, thanks to the man on the left. Uh, <laughs> Someone so has to. We've got to contribute I'm still, a bit, I'm still mate. on the duck egg. Otherwise I'll be gifting my $50 to Ches to bet with. So, uh, Boys, I've got a new little segment now. I just sort of this today. Um, obviously there's not a lot of sport to talk about over this weekend, so I thought we'd fill out the show with a, another little uh, bit of game. This one's called Start, Bench, Cut. Now, what it is, I'm, I'm going to propose you're a coach of a certain team. I'm going to give you three players. You've got to start one player, you've got to bench one player, and you've got to cut one player. So it sounds easy, but wait till you hear the, 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 the players and, and see what you think. All right, I'm going to start with Jared. So, Jared, you're Craig Bellamy in, in charge of the Melbourne Storm. Which player do you start, which player do you bench, and which player do you cut? Brendan Smith? Ryan Pappenhausen, Cameron Munster. I'm going to cut George Jennings. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to bench. I'm going to bench the cheese. Start the pap. And Munster's going to play Resis. Oh, Munster, the key playmaker. Yeah, fuck him. I would have done the <laughs> same as you, but I would have flipped the bench for starting. Yeah, right. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. All right, Ches, uh, you're the new coach, coach at South. Wayne Bennett's left. Demetrio's gone. You're in. That was always on the cards, mate. Which player would you start? Which player would you bench? And which player would you cut? Latrell Mitchell, Cody Walker, Cameron Murray. Oh. <laughs> you don't want to make it easy. How hard is it? Start Cody Walker, bench Murray, Latrell cut. Oh, that was easy. <laughs> oh, that was ruthless. That's how we're going there, boys. I might get you to explain your, um, your thought process. I, I will from now on. We'll let those first two slides in. We're just getting into it. All right. Cody Walker, gun player. Cam Murray. He's Cam Murray. Yeah. Absolute weapon. And Latrell, hot and cold. So that's why. Yeah, that's fair. All right, J-Rod, fantasy job of yours, mate. Brad Arthur, he's gone. Ooh, You're in. I'm in. Who would you start? Who would you bench? Who would you cut? Mitch Moses, Junior Paulo, Reed Marnie. Mm. Stubby. <laughs> yeah, this one's difficult. Boys, I'm gonna quick kickoffs in five minutes. I'm gonna bench. I'm gonna bench Reed Marnie. I'm gonna start Junior. Oh 
And Moses, I, your playmaker's gone. Moses, what are you doing? Is. Who's gonna Who's gonna feed the scrum? Um, me. <laughs> you see, Reid Barney was seen having coffee with the yeah, having the Chinese Royal. with the Bulldogs. Chinese was it? What was uh, the coffee? That's uh, Chinese. Well, even, that's <laughs> even worse. <laughs> Pop up here, the Man Hing brother. If you um, <laughs> reason, the any reason? Uh, Reid Marnie, uh, his creativity is phenomenal from from dummy uh, from dummy half, and, and worst case scenario can slip in. The only oh, the only thing. Uh, Junior Paulo's uh, impact is minutes. He plays big minutes and offers a lot of offload. Um, and Mitchell Moses, someone just had to get the cut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chez. Robbo's blown the whistle on Uncle Nick's paper bag payments. So he's gone. You're in Roosters coach. Which player do you start? Which player do you bench? Which player do you cut? Joey Manu, Luke Keary, James Tedesco. Not so easy, is it? <laughs> Where's the crickets for him? Start Joey Manu, bench Kiri, cut Tedesco. What? <laughs> the best fullback in the world. Wowzers. Give some reasoning. Well, Tedesco's getting towards the end of his career. Let these young fellas come through. <laughs> Let the new shoots blossom. Kiri's coming back off that big injury. Oh, yeah. So he'll be benched. What was that? Was that and then Joey Ma- yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Joey Manu. Freak. I think he has signed with the Chooks too. Going to the Pretty Warriors. sure he signed two years. Joey, has he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Breaking news again on the podcast. Um, J-Rod, last one for you. Freddie has lost three Origin Series in a row. You're now the New South Wales Blues coach. Which player do you start? Which player do you bench? Which player do you cut? Turbo, Cam Murray, Isaiah Yo. Isaiah Yo can get fucked. Oh, quick. Uh, he's going... Uh, what Excuse about the creativity my through the middle? No, no. Lincoln with, with the Penrith boys. No. Um, Cleary. Well, Jerome Luai. Might, if I was there, Luai. Jerome Luai wouldn't have a job. <laughs> All right. Uh, who are you starting? Who are you starting? Uh, so, I, I was, sorry, who was it again? Turbo or Cam Murray? Uh, well, Cam Murray will start from the bench. Turbo will start at, uh, in, in the centres there. Fair enough. Very good. And last one for you, Mr. Cherry. Billy, Billy Slater has decided the Queensland job is too hard. That's He's gone. He's back riding track work. Um, which player do you start? Which player do you bench? Which player do you cut? Caelan Ponga, Harry Grant, Josh Papalihi. Probably a bit easier given we're New South Wales Welshmen and not the Queenslanders, but still some calling yeah, players. Just, bench, just sack them all. All three. <laughs> all three cut. Start Papa Lee. Yep. Oh, this is tough. <laughs> you'd, you'd nearly have to go Callum Pong a bench. And getting rid of Harry Grant. Yeah, but see, uh, that's that's hard. I, I, I want to swap that out. <laughs> Actually, I'll swap that. Swap it around, okay. I'll swap that. So we'll cut, we'll cut Pong. Cut Ponga. Bench Grant. Papa Lee running on. Wow. That was it, boys. That was a new segment. Start, bench, cut. What do you think? That's difficult. Just let the wishes out of it next week, mate. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. Uh, we'll see if we've got. It. I'll see if I come up with any new uh, teams for next week. But again, if uh, we'd like to hear from you, let us know which players you'd start, bench, and cut. Shoot, uh, shag, or marry. Yeah, well, that's basically what it is. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I like that. I, I, I enjoy that. So, yeah, tough decisions. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, all right, we're going to take another quick little break, and we'll be back with twenty-one done beer of the week and a wrap up after this. Another half win. From punters jumping in early or waiting too late. You get a good price on one leg, but the others have shortened dramatically. You still win, but it feels like you half win. 
Introducing Top Sports Best of the Best Multi. Get top odds on every league, every time. Don't be one of these. Just bet and forget Bob Multi. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Don't let the game play. You stay in control. Gamble responsibly. All right, we're back. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, we're going to jump straight into 21 and done. Uh, 21 trivia questions. We're going to pit the boys against each other. Let's just check your buzzer, please, Jared. Bertman. Chez. Chez. Very good. Working fine. Now, I say this every week, but we're starting off with two very easy ones, so make sure you get on your buzzer straight away. What is the name of Tim Zoo's father? Chez. Kosha Zoo. Costa. Don't spell it, do That's no. hard. Nice and easy. In basketball... How many points is a free throw worth? Chess. One. Two easy ones. Can you get a little bit harder? Born on the 6th of February, 1895, and passing away on 16th of August, 1948, is famous baseball player Babe who? Chess. Lane got him. Ruth. Hey, Bruce. We're with the uh, New York Yankees. I don't know that from Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> the great Van Vino. All right, here's one for you. J-Rod, ready? What sport does Ariane Titmus represent Australia for? A oh, Bertman. Ah, swimming. Swimming is correct. We're on the board. What's the last name? Co- Titmus. Titmus. Oh. Oh, that's a coach did the ultimate warrior. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, in that's the grandstand. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yep. 3v1. Um, name me two teams that NBA superstar LeBron James has played for. Chess. They play for the Washington Wizards. You can't answer with the Sorry, question. No, no, no. Washington Wizards? <laughs> it's, okay, it's rhetorical. Uh, well, it's definitely the Lakers. Yes, that's one. I'll give you the other one. Are you going to share the points? No, I'll give it to him. No. I'm going to say... You know, the Cleveland Cavs, wasn't it? Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. And the Miami Heat. I was so, going to say... Yeah, he's played for the Cavs twice, but yeah. Points to Jared. Three plays, two. Um, what is former Aussie fast bowler Brett Lee's nickname? Burtman, Binger. Binger. I was hoping for a clue. Going to be starting with a P. Hinger. Um, <laughs> which vegetable is used to refer a deformity of the ear? Ches, cauliflower. Cauliflower ears. Very good. I was getting the recipes in. Chef coming out. Multiple choice. How many players is a water polo team allowed to have in the water? Is it A7, B6, or C5? Burtman. I'm going to say five. I'm going to say you're wrong. A six. I'm going to say you're wrong too. Seven. Seven is correct. Hey, I was trying to think. A two, two, two and a goalie, is it? Must be. Is that four apiece or have I stuffed the scoring up? I think it was six, six four. Chairs should be up because of the cauliflower. I think it's five three. Yeah, five, five three. three. Uh, all right. It's just yeah, honest, I am. Larry Bird played for which NBA Chesa. team? Oh, fuck. <laughs> and I said this earlier. <laughs> I know. I was only thinking about Boston Celtics. Did. Celtics is correct. Six plays three. Which division did former UFC fighter Junior Dos Santos Chesa. fight in? Light heavyweight. Ooh, incorrect. I'm going to say strawweight. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, heavyweight. Heavyweight is correct. All right. So we've got four plays six. Lance Buddy Franklin pays for which AFL Batman. team? Ah, uh, the Swannies. Swans, five plays, six. Who will Paul Gallon fight on December 10th? Oh, fuck. Um. It's much at. Um. Oh, it's Think of a, like, mayonnaise kind of sauce. Ch- Chez. 
Manly player, Josh Sharm. LIA. LIA. Yeah, yeah, half a point each? Or nah, give it a chance. Give, okay. give it a chance. Rightio. Um, I've done that one. Aioli. You saying Bolt, you say, let me start again. You saying Bolt play for which A team? Uh, the Central Coast Mariners. Correct. I don't know about Bolt. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Another multiple choice question. How heavy is an Olympic shot put? Is it A, 16 pounds, B, 14 pounds, or C, 12 pounds? Bertman, 12. Well, it was when I was at school. It's <laughs> 2.2 pounds to a kilo. 16, there 8, 7 kilos. Carry the one. Well, what was the second one? 14? 14. We'll go 14. Hey, I'm going to go 16. 16, 7 apiece. 7.26 kilograms. That's a fair lug. I can know. And they throw it a fair way too. Uh, how many grand finals has Cooper Cronk played in? Six apiece, boys. Chez. Seven apiece, boys. I'm sorry. Five. More. Because he played one at the Roosters, and I think he's played five for Melbourne. So I'm going to say six. More. Chez, eight. Go in the guts. More. Oh, really? What? Ten. Chaz <laughs> nine. <laughs> nine. How many premierships has he won legitimately? Burtman, five. Four. Four is correct. Two for Melbourne, 2002-2017, and two for the Roosters, 18 and 19. So each won three in a row. Pretty crazy. Uh, Titleist is commonly associated with which sport? Fuck. Golf. Golf. Nine play seven. I'm getting beaten on the, on the buzz. You can borrow my buzzer if you want. <laughs> Works well. <laughs> uh, multiple choice again. Who holds the record for most runs in test matches? Is it A, Ricky Ponting, B, Jacques Callis, or C, Sachin Tendulkar? Batman Tendulkar. Tendulkar is correct. By country mile too, yeah? By about 2,000, yeah. Mm. So he's got 15,921. Ricky Ponting second with 13,378. So about 2,600 more. He played, this is Tendulkar, played 200 matches, 329 innings for an average of 53.78. Crazy. Speaking Crazy. of Ricky Ponting and Titleist, he's a pretty handy golfer too. He, he is. plays off scratch or something he does. He's a very good bit golfer. of a weapon. I'll yep. tell you one thing, he's a very good punter as well. That's how, got the, that's how we got the nickname, nickname, yeah. He owns a few horses, him and the War Brothers. In 2007, which company did the USC purchase for a reported $65 million? Another fighting organisation. Mm-hmm. Chez. It wasn't Pride, was it? Again, with the question. Is Pride. That, is Pride. That that's, that's how I talk. Pride's correct. <laughs> that's, <laughs> my, that's my lingo. Ten plays eight. Couple oh. of questions to go. What sport would you be playing if you were penalised for roughing the passer? Chez, NFL. NFL, gosh. All right, we've got 11 v 8, so this question's worth four points. Anyone can win. It's closest to, I again. So you, say I only got that from John Madden on the Nintendo 64. <laughs> <laughs> so you both get a chance. Your destiny's in your own hands. Closest to. How much prize money did Winx win in her career? Now, I'm going to give you a little bracket. It's between 18 and 30 million. Closest to. Chez can go first. None of this $1 Chez, extra shit. 26 million 
400,000. J-Rod. You know what we should do? We should actually write them down and then we'll if we do it that way. That's the closest twos. That's what I'm doing. No, no. But oh, okay. Oh, like it's so silent. Yeah. And then okay. We'll, oh, we'll do that next week. I'm going to go... 28,000. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 28,000. Uh, I'm going to go uh, two point, uh, 24 million. 24 million even. Yep. Or closest to. She won 23,421,176. Yeah. So the points are going to J-Rod. One, two, three, four points. A victory again for the Burtman. Oh, that's robbery. That is now, a- <laughs> she, you get this, boy. She was purchased for $230,000. Not a bad return on investment there. So Very good. Uh, points go to J-Rod with that last question. Uh, worth a lot of points, those last questions. So. I think one week was worth seven. Yeah. <laughs> well, you started 61, 63 points ahead from last week anyway. So, Well, that's a fact. Do you remember that time, Ches? I was up seven zip and you come back and done me. Yeah. M9, M9 for a comeback every now and again. Hey, coming on. <laughs> uh, very good, boys. Yes. We'll, we'll stop it right there. That was the end of 21 and done for this week. Uh, hopefully you're playing along at home and maybe got up uh, got the questions a bit quicker than the boys did uh, up here on the panel. Um, let's jump into beer of the week, boys. Thanks to the White Bull Hotel. Uh, as always, great sponsors of the show. Get on down there if you are in the local area. See Hawkeye and the crew. And they'll fix you up with some uh, nice cold beverages on these warm, muggy days that we're having here. It's horrible today, isn't it? Not wrong. What have they got you today, boys? Five. <laughs> five, <stuff. laughs> straight five, straight up. Straight up. I, uh, yeah, you have a little read, Chaz. I'll tell you why. Hawkeye's outdone himself again. Uh, I've got the Cause, Cause Crisp Refreshing Lager. Uh, born in the Rockies. So, Rocky Mountains over in the United States. Uh, 330ml bottles, 4.2%ers, uh, low carb as well. Uh, very, very enjoyable, I tell you. Um, shame I had to drive later. Knock a few more over. Mate, these are these are good. They're super crisp. Um, I mentioned an earlier. I can't remember who he fought. Could have been Frank Mir. Brock Lesnar had some sponsorship issues years ago. <laughs> Bud Light uh, refused to sponsor him or backed out of the deal. So he was uh, picked up by Cause, Cause Light. And was uh, pretty pretty proud in telling the audience after the after the fight to finish who his new sponsor was. So look that up on YouTube as well. It's pretty funny. Um, can't fault this at all. Is it a five? Is it a four and a half? That's the question. You can only answer it, mate. I can't fault it, so I've got to give it five. Oh, <laughs> highest stubby rating of the year, I believe, boys. Five apiece. That's about a, a thousand in my eyes. I yeah. Uh, was watching Smokey and the Bandit one day. <laughs> now, yeah. because when when they're bootlegging, they're, they're uh, running two hundred cases of Cause Light. Well, that's what they call it, Cause Light. Uh, anyway, light over there just means low carb. Yeah. So yeah. so basically, I I uh, went down to the Bolo, got myself a six pack of this, cracked the first one only because I seen it on Smokey <laughs> and the Bandit, and it is well good. And even before the uh, ten pack of uh, Carlton Dries come out. They actually have a ten pack of cans. Yeah, right. And they, they it, it, uh, I walked into Murphy's one day, and uh, you know, I was going to a barbecue. Didn't want to be that idiot that sits in the corner and just gets rotten. So I was like, "That's the ten pack of these. Beautiful. No worries. It is. This is well easy drinking. This is a yeah, 
I'm gonna give it a six. This is this is getting a bonus. <laughs> it's getting, hey, it's getting a bonus. Add, add one to the graphic. No, so this is uh yeah, this is getting the bonus point this week, people. I, if you're a beer drinker, this is what you want to go and get. Just have a have a taste of some American brew. Fantastic. I tell you what, it knocks the socks off Budweiser's. A hundred percent. This is well easy drinking. I think Hawkeye will be hooking us up with some Budweiser's next week after that comment. Couple of vomit bags too, mate. Uh, anything <laughs> else, boys, before we wrap her up? Speaking of Budweiser. After soccer, we generally knock a couple of them back. It's just become a bit of a tradition. It's brewed with rice. Mm. So, yeah, brewed with rice. It's weird. Odd. Like um, rotten potatoes is how they make bourbon and stuff like that. Sour mash, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. But, yeah, brewed with rice. And yeah, it must be Japanese rice beer or something. <laughs> Stop uh, crackle and Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, like some go-go. Uh, what is it? The rice bubbles. Oh, yeah, rice, rice bubbles. bubbles. Anything else, boys? I don't think no so. Months. Going twice. I'm, all, I'm, I'm still dirty on that mouldy. <laughs> we better go so you can have some tablets and calm your shit down. Uh, as I mentioned off the top, if you are watching us on YouTube, make sure you do subscribe. Uh, follow all our socials. We're on Facebook, uh, Instagram. What else are we on? TikTok. RedTube. Red, yeah, yes, that's a good one. Um, Mum's a big follower of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, if you are listening to us via audio, again, you can subscribe there as well. Make sure you get those notifications. Whenever a new episode drops, head on over to our website, become an SGM club member. Uh, as I mentioned, we've got some exclusive stuff coming up just for our club members uh, with maybe a little BBL tipping comp in the next few weeks i think it kicks off the start of december so really excited about that but only for sgm club members if you watch the show and you're not a club member get on over and sign up it's free and uh we're not going to bug the shit out of your emails it's just that we want people that like, like the show to have exclusive access to all these kind of stuff moving forward so make sure you get on over and become an sgm club member cash money prizes boys cash money that's what cash we're money. all about here ain't no tax man chasing you then uh that's it. Until next week, make sure you stay on side and uh, don't eat your soup with a fork. <laughs>